The win totals are out for the AFC East. The Bills are at 10.5. The overs at minus 140. The under plus 115. And your New York Jets, 9.5, with the over juice to minus 130. Under at plus 110. But it's the Dolphins right back there. Kind of surprising. 9.5. But the over is actually even money. Under is minus 120. Then the Patriots, which is just hilarious to see the Patriots at the bottom of this now. Yeah. 7.5 for the over minus uh, 120. Under at even money. I just... I understand that there is this excitement about Aaron Rodgers, and there's a lot of young talent on this Jets roster. They got tons of great young talent. The AFC is so loaded right now that this Jets team may win nine games, go under that total, and sneak into the playoffs as, a, as the last wild card. That may be their season. The AFC, the AFC is that good. Oh yeah, I mean that that, 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 that like that division. I mean, even the Dolphins. You could really make the case for any of those teams. Minus the Patriots. And it is the Patriots, so you never know. But, I mean, they haven't done anything in free agency that I've really liked the last couple of years. Bill O'Brien, I guess, is an improvement over Matt Patricia, but he still is Bill O'Brien. I don't know where I'm at on Mac Jones. So the Patriots are really the only team where I wouldn't consider the over. Like Miami, I think, gets better defensively, right? Yeah. Just by changing coordinators. I do like what they did. They're going to fix up that secondary. Now Xavier Howard doesn't have to be your lockdown corner because he's just not that dude. So I like what they've done on the defensive side of the ball. If Tua could stay healthy, that's the big that's what That's the big what the if big with question them. mark. Because offensively, man, they could hang 30 on anybody. I do think that the Jets are going to be good, like in all seriousness, because Aaron Rodgers is pissed off. And when Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder, that's when he's at his best. That's when he wins MVPs. And that defense is so good. Until but they I'm, get to the playoffs. Until they get to the playoffs. Yeah. But I'm not completely out on the Bills, man. And like 10.5 seems short. Uh, yeah. They have a lot to prove this year. They're pissed off at how that season ended. I still want them to get another wide receiver, whether it's in the draft or whatever. They have to get healthier on the defensive side of the ball. But, you know, other than the play calling, I really don't have a whole lot of issues with the Bills. So that's just a loaded division. And I do think it lives up to the hype, unlike, um, you know, last year in the West. Yeah, I don't have any real problems with the Bills at all. Uh, I think this team is just as stacked. What they continue to do is find running backs that operate in the system if that you don't fit or you're too expensive, they get rid of you. They continue to keep churning and burning. Obviously, with the trade uh, that they got rid of Zach Moss and got Naheem Hines, uh, I like Dalvin Cook's little brother quite a bit. Get yeah, I do ri- too. Get rid of Singletary. Who cares? Josh Allen's going to be your leading rusher anyway. They need a secondary receiver, like you said. Gabe Davis isn't him. I, I think they're going to figure that out in the draft, probably in the second round. I know they've been linked to another running back in the first round. Don't know if that's going to happen. Their issue really is their defense. Uh, They need to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. We saw what happened when Vaughn Miller was out. We saw that Joe Burrow was able to just basically run through them like uh, wet toilet paper, even in Buffalo. Didn't really matter. Didn't matter that it was snowing. And, in fact, that actually helped the offense uh, stop, you know, go through this defensive line. So uh, are the Bills a true contender? I don't think so. Do they win 12 games? Yes. Good point about the pass rush, too, because like when Von Miller was off the field, they were the worst. They got no pressure on the quarterback. They were like dead last. When he was on the field, they were still a top 15 pass rush. That's so important. And I know that you know they were able to bring back Poyer, which I do think is pretty big, because I thought yeah. he was as good as gone and he was going to get overpaid somewhere else. But, yeah, I, I, I still think that they're – I agree. Like They're an 11-12 win team. I thought they were a little bit overhyped last year. Yeah. And I do worry still about Ken Dorsey as the play caller because Josh yeah. Allen's turnovers were an issue again last year in the second half of the season. And 
unless they really develop a run game. I would love them with Bijan, but I really do like sure. Cook. You could have both guys, but I do think that they need to run the ball more. I know that they don't want to, and I know Josh Allen has this big arm and they want to throw the ball, but you don't want him playing at 60%, 70% once you get to week nine every season. You know what I mean? Like yeah. dinged up, beat up. And you also need a run game just because of where you play in Buffalo. Cold weather, crappy conditions, it's windy. Do you really just want a quarterback that's dropping back 55 times in a game? They no. need to get better on early downs with Ken Dorsey. I mean, that was the issue last year. So, I, I think just fixable problem. The concern with the Bills, though, is like how much did they improve this offseason versus the Jets uh, and a team like the Bengals? And I'm looking, obviously, more than just the division. I'm looking at the AFC. Those teams had aggressive off-seasons. I mean, the Bengals went out and addressed their offensive line even more, yeah. getting Orlando Brown. That was a huge, huge move for them. We saw some erosion from the Bills at the end of the regular season, too. The offense didn't look right. It wasn't the same. We're going to know very early on this next season whether Brian Dable really was the most important part of that offense. Because if, if Josh Allen looks like he did at the end of the regular season this past year, they're, they're not going to be a team that goes out and wins 13 games because... You've got the Chiefs, who are still the Chiefs. you got the Bengals, who are still the Bengals. By the way, both their win totals 11.5 this year. Then yeah. I would argue the Jags are about to get better. Don't laugh. They're adding Calvin Ridley, who's going to be a great receiver for them. And Trevor Lawrence was actually the top, highest-rated quarterback in the NFL over the last eight games of the regular season. Yeah. And they won a playoff game last year. Yeah. And look, the, the Jets are getting better. and like The AFC has continued to get better. And I do look, think Damian Harris is a big ad. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I even, and I don't laugh, I think the Broncos are going to be a lot better too. They've yes. got a real head coach now. So, now obviously, this isn't all just based on division, but this just looks at the AFC as a whole, and you start trying to think, okay, well, how many teams are going to make the playoffs? Well, I'm not saying the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs, but I look at some other teams that have made significant improvements this offseason, and I don't put the Bills in that category, and that's what's concerning. Now, we'll see what they do in the draft. We haven't gone there yet, so you can't totally judge teams. Like It's like judging a team in April is stupid. It's it's a waste of time. You have half oh, yeah. the picture. It's like test driving a car, but you don't actually get to start the engine. You just sit in it, and you're like, okay, here you go. And especially considering if you look at what the Jets did in last year's draft, most of the reason that they outperformed was because of what they did in yep. the draft. You get Garrett Wilson. You get Jermaine Johnson. You get Sauce Gardner. Just beast. At, you get Brees Hall. Those are four guys that are legitimately going to be all pros at some point in their career. Yep. And multiple guys that were Rookie of the Year candidates or won Rookie of the Year. That's ridiculous. Brees Hall would have won Rookie of the Year if he didn't tear his ACL. And then they give it to Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, yeah. defensive Rookie mm -hmm. of the Year. So that, at this point in time, did not exist, and we would have been completely low on the Jets, as we should have, and then they do something like they did. Yeah, that's why I like the Jets so much, is just because they have they hit on like every pick in the draft last year, and now you have all those guys on rookie contracts. That, and we knew it immediately. That are good right away, though. Yep. Like, I knew Sauce was going to be good, but I didn't know he was going to be that good day one. He was the top-ranked corner, like according to Pro Football Focus, so he was awesome. He's only going to get better. And then you're able to now spend money in free agency. You could bring in a guy like Alan Lazard, or if they have to, Randall Cobb, whatever it's going to take for Aaron Rodgers to be happy. And you do need veterans, like in these locker rooms. And look at these teams that are winning Super Bowls. Like the NFL is changing a little bit, it's, just, it's becoming more like the NBA. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the Buccaneers. Nobody knew if that was going to work out. Tom Brady going to a new team. But like midseason, we're starting to see this with some of these teams. You know, some of these guys that sit at home, guys like Sue. Suh. Sue, Suh. you know what I mean? Suh. Like they're, they're like, Suh. and and then teams like the Eagles, they, they want to go ring chase, and so you're able to bring in guys like that, and that's what I like. About and the they Jets got McCole right Hardman now. as well. 
So yeah, Lazard and McCole Hardman. About. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And you're adding that to Garrett Wilson. Yep. Who is going to be a top 10 receiver in this league, if not already. He was the rookie of the year. Still, I still have C.J. Uzama. You still have Denzel Mims. He hasn't gone anywhere yet. Yeah, I want to see what ends up happening with the receivers that Me they too. have. Like who they hang on to. I want to see if they have to trade anybody back to Green Bay. Because they might want a veteran wide receiver in that deal. If they're not going to get a first-round pick, which it looks like they're just fine with a second-round pick, I still think that that's blasphemy right there. Like, you're getting first-round picks for Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford, but not Aaron Rodgers. Well, but the one thing is you don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to stay longer than a year. I know, and that's what they're trying to work out, I think, right now. Like, for the Packers to get the extra pick, the Jets are saying, okay, if Aaron Rodgers plays for two years, you get two second-round picks. So that's that's the big holdup. Yeah, right and now. I think that's right. If I'm the Jets, I'm protecting myself that way. I, I'm not going to sit yeah, here and give up a first-round pick and another even, like, fifth-round pick if I don't know I'm getting Aaron Rodgers for at least two years. For sure. If I'm the Jets, and I love Aaron Rodgers, if I'm the Jets, I'm doing whatever I have to do to bring in Lamar Jackson because I have a really young team. That, man, but again, like, you still have to eat a lot of the Rodgers contract. Yeah. But at the end of the day, in, like, two, three years, then you could pay all those guys. You could make Sauce Gardner right. the highest-paid defensive back or Garrett Wilson a top-five-paid wide receiver, maybe. Two years also gives you a chance to find out what you're going to do next because if you have Aaron Rodgers a short period of time, it's not going to be Zach Wilson after that. You're not going to pick up his option at that point. None of that. So you also then have to think, okay, what's the next move? It's it's not just as simple as we've got Aaron Rodgers, we're good. It's you have Aaron Rodgers for one year, maybe two years, and both of those years are a short amount of time to go and try and find who's going to be next to quarterback. Let me ask you guys this. In the AFC East, outside of the Jets, who do you think has gotten the bet? like has improved the most? You know what? I mean, I'm ragging on the Patriots, but I think just like by default, losing Matt Patricia as a play caller, I, I think they probably get better. They, I think I think that's a winner too right thousand there. Percent. I mean, he's a defensive-minded coach who I was the offensive not, coordinator. Yeah, but like sucks defensively too. Yep. So. so they add James Robinson, they add Juju, they add Mike Gusecki. I like Juju those are, a lot. Those are very good pickups. Juju had a really, really, really good year. He caught like 75% of the passes that were thrown his way. He was top five at catching his targets. And I feel like we kind of underrate him. Yeah. He's he's like a he's like a tight end. And he does everything in the middle of the field, all those underneath routes. I think that's really big for him. I for them. I think I still think the Jets pickup. go under seven and a half. Or sorry, the uh, the I still think the Patriots go, go under, under seven and a half. half. I was gonna say, damn, seven yeah, and a half. No, I, will, I no, will take no. that. Now no, I will yeah. light yeah. myself. No, on definitely fire. won't do that. How about the Houston Texans? You want to talk about improved AFC teams? I know they're really bad, but I mean, you look at the list of the the free agency, like what they did in free agency, and that doesn't even include the number two and the number twelve overall pick. I mean, Sheldon Rankins, Jimmy Ward, Robert Woods. You even got, like Devin Singletary for them is probably gonna have more value than he did with the Bills. They went out and added a ton, at least... You're looking at probably about four or five starters just right off the bat in free agency. Yeah. And then you've got the potential in the draft, and you've got an actual head coach. I don't hate it because, like, at first I was like, oh, what are they doing? They're doing what the Patriots did the last couple years when they were bringing in, like, Hunter Henry and they're just, like, spending money just because he can't carry it over. I felt like that was what New England was doing the last couple years. Well, hey, you know, we're going to bring in Devontae Parker even though a team in our division doesn't want him anymore because he creates the least separation of any receiver in the league, we're going to overpay for him. I felt like that's what they were doing. But actually, when you, when you think about it, what they're doing is smart because all these guys are one-year, two-year deals. Yep. They have to have some veterans on that team. Singletary, one-year one year deal. Yeah, Noah gonna, Brown, one-year deal. Yeah, with Robert a, Woods, two-year deal. With a rookie quarterback, I think it's a good move. And you yeah. don't you don't want to bring in like a bunch of talent where you're winning – 
too many games, you still want to be like a four or five win team with your rookie quarterback because then you want to keep stocking those picks and build the defensive side of the ball yeah. and the offensive line. So I kind of like what they're doing, actually. You know, Robert Woods doesn't have to go out there and be you know, right. Randy Moss with New England. He just has to go out there and catch like 56 I mean, balls. again, you're improving an awful team, but yeah. you still at least went out and made some moves. So, again, you're, you're coming from rock bottom. There's still a level of improvement. But as we've seen before in the NFL, when you have a fresh start when it comes to coaching uh, and, and just system and roster, even if they're young players, you can flip things around really, really quick. Now, I'm not saying the Texans are going to be a playoff team or anything, but what I am saying is, very much improved in a really, really tough AFC where there's not going to be any pressure on them whatsoever. I tell you this, though. Bill Belichick having to like defend himself a little bit and people, why, why should Patriots fans be optimistic? And for him to come out and go, last 25, last 25 years. That's why I love And then though. having to defend himself again and say, no, we're not, we're not resting on our loyals. There's more to it than that. It's, I love seeing the Patriots suffer. I love seeing the Patriots be a mediocre team. It's great. They had t- two decades of success. Give him some failure for a while. Give him some mediocrity and suffering with an average quarterback. I kind of, you know, I got to admit something. I, I kind of want them to win another one, though. I want Bill to get one since Tom I did. Don't. I like Bill. I don't. Dude, the Randy Moss, Bill Belichick Halloween part. Like, I feel <laughs> like he is awesome, like, to hang out with. Do you? Yeah. Like, he doesn't like the media. He doesn't want to be asked stupid questions because Apparently, he's so actually smart. Apparently, pretty cool to hang out. Like, like play, a lot of players do like him. Here's Not the, who. Well, who came out today, though, and said that they... Lamar Jackson, you don't want to play for Bill Belichick. It was, um... Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel, thank well, yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, so, because he's really Samuel hard on his like players. Him. Like, Brady, even when he was Tom Brady and had five Super Bowl rings, they'd watch film and he'd be like, how are we going to win a game when we've got a quarterback that can't complete a simple screen pass and just throw Brady under the bus in front of all of his teammates, even though he was, yeah, like, 45 years old. Bill doesn't play favorites. He doesn't yeah. care. And he's such a football genius. Like, imagine having to go to your job every day, right? You're the best at what you do. You know everything about broadcasting, and every day you have like 15 interns asking you the same questions over and over. Uh, coach, what do you think about San Francisco? Wow, coach, uh, what are you going to do to stop T. Higgins this week? Like Bill O'Brien is actually going to give you an actual answer that an other team could use against him. So I think he just gets annoyed as we got a fight between Boston and Milwaukee's there you benches go. right here. But yeah, so I think he's just like over it. And he's old, he's crabby. Yeah. I love Bill Belichick. I don't. I don't. I'm done. I'm all the way over it. He's okay. Why is Blake Griffin always getting in fights? Hey, well, he doesn't play. It's the With only the time he can get on the court. Oh, yeah. Get him, Thanasis. A little smile. Get him, Thanasis. It's 136.92 Celtics over the Bucks. At yeah, this actually, point, it's just, let's fight. I actually have to do the math and see if the over is even going to hit. I wish this is probably one game I didn't uh, need to bet. Well, 236, and so we're going to be eight short because it's 136-92, to 92, so we're going to be eight points short. How much time do we have in this one? A uh, couple minutes at least. A couple minutes. Hopefully we get some technical foul shots here. Might. I don't know. Hmm. Looking tough. The Nassus knows it's WrestleMania weekend. He's just trying to get his, uh, he's get his scratching auditioning in early. for it. Yeah. There you go.